Welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Will, and I'm joined today by Nicholas Robinson, author of May Cause Unexplained Ocular Bleeding, You Will Be Consumed, and the upcoming Beneath the Unspoiled Wilderness. Nicholas, how you doing? Not too bad. How about yourself, Chase? Pretty good. That was a mouthful to say. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I start every episode asking, what is your favorite horror movie of all time? That one's not as hard of a question as I thought it might be. Uh, Session 9, I think, is definitely my favorite horror movie of all time. Ooh, I love that movie. The movie's like, you can't copy it. It's one of those movies that's, that's very singular. Like, no one can do what that movie did. No, it's and it's got that perfect atmosphere to it. Uh, yeah. Um, and, of course, the performances were great. Like, everything about that movie was pretty much spot on, in my opinion. It's a hard movie to be. I think it's one of the ones that's going to be in my top 10 for quite a while. It's kind of always been there. Yeah. How many times have you seen it? Oh, God, probably half a dozen or more at least. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part? Um, I think my favorite part is probably that playing of the recording over the end of the movie, um, where it's the the voice of Simon, that whole... Uh, was it uh I live in the weak and the wounded doc? That's probably my favorite line I think I've ever heard in a horror movie. I live in the weak and the wounded. <laughs> That's awesome. So I usually ask too, uh, what's your writing process like? Do you outline? Do you pants? Do you do a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both for me. It kind of depends on the project. Um there are some times where all I have in mind when I get started is the very end and then uh work my way towards that. Um, or I'll have a some random scene here and there in my mind that just kind of plays out, and I try to kind of flesh it out in both directions from there. How do you keep your notes? Do you like carry a notebook around from day to day, or what I, do you do? I use like Samsung Notes on my phone a lot. I used to carry notebooks everywhere I went, um, and there, there's scribbled junk all over the place and scrap pages and everything else when I'm at work too. <laughs> what would you say is the most profound moment in your writing life so far? I think. Not so much a moment, but whole <clears throat> experience uh, was attending the virtual killer con 2020 because of the pandemic. Uh, just the people I got to interact with and the uh, the whole environment really kind of pushed me. Um, I'd kind of put aside writing for a little while and that kind of kicked me back into a kicked me back into gear, I suppose. Yeah, sometimes being around people doing it is enough to like, get you back into the mood to write, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like really inspiring having like a whole community around you. Yeah, I think that that was probably probably the the turning point for me. So it was probably the most pivotal thing in my writing career. Now, when you're writing uh, characterization, how do you do your character arcs? Do you have something in mind of where they're going to be from where they start? Or is it kind of is it a discovery thing? It's a little bit of both. Um, I have kind of an outline in mind of what the character, like what they are as a person, like what their defining characteristics are. Sometimes I put together backstory that never ends up making a difference in the story at all. Mm. Um, and I tend to pick their names to some extent based on what the name meanings are and how that kind of fits with the kind of overall archetype of the individual character. Um, and then of course, their cultural background. Um, but a lot of it's kind of developed as it goes. I kind of get to know the characters as I'm writing. Nice. And what kind of music do you dig? Um, primarily industrial. Um, I listen to a lot of, a lot of that, a lot of electronic in general, uh, and, uh, 
and a good deal of punk too, and then metal and whatever else. Do you listen to uh, Combi Christ at all? Oh, yeah, definitely. I love that band. I had an opportunity to meet them, but I didn't get to, so I was really disappointed. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I'm afraid yeah, I got to meet them. This band, uh, Aesthetic Perfection, was just playing here in Portland uh, oh, I love God, last month, and I really wanted to go, but my shift at work starts at 11 p.m., and there was no way in hell I was going to make it to the to to the television station after going to that. Oh, man. So, That's tough, man. <laughs> How many shows do you get out to? Um, since I've moved here, none. Um, but I've only been here for three months now. Um, the last show I went to was this big kind of punk rock family reunion thing that we did every few years in south dakota uh where it was just a bunch of the old punk bands from like the 80s and 90s reuniting and performing for a couple of days so that was a lot of fun punk bands was, are interesting uh, to me yeah they can be <laughs> that is like the most wild music that's out there it reminds me a lot of like the indie spirit what i see in like the writing community is like going out and just doing it yeah it's very diy <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the fun of it right yeah. So uh, what can you tell us about your upcoming book, Beneath the Unspoiled Wilderness? Um, well, uh, since we were talking about movies, it's kind of my homage in a lot of respects, or at least it kind of rooted in my homage to like the whole camp slasher genre, uh, which is still one of my favorite genres to just kind of veg out and watch. Uh, so things like Friday the 13th, The Burning, Sleepaway Camp, Just Before Dawn, and so on. Um, I've always loved those movies, just the thought of being out in the middle of nowhere and having some inexorable force coming after you and uh and then of course the the violence and brutality of it kind of makes it more fun too <clears throat> mm. but uh uh my editor made a point of of reminding me that it's definitely more than just a slasher story <laughs> um there's a degree of cosmic horror to it and and then there's a, a whole revenge element as well so it's got a got a lot going into it but i think the kernel that kind of it grew from was definitely a slasher story oh, when is it going to be out uh december 16th so december 16th. i get to celebrate celebrate my 44th birthday with a book release you don't look 44 why do you look younger than me <laughs> i don't know people are surprised i have grandchildren too i and i'll take it i'm not going to complain <laughs> oh my god you got grandkids yeah what is that like it's it's different because they're not your responsibility. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to kind of watch but, uh, from the sidelines, but like, I would have done that. But no, it's it's interesting seeing uh, seeing your own kids raising their children. It's a surreal experience because you can't really see yourself doing it because you don't have an outside perspective there. But having an outside perspective while you're watching your own children raise theirs is definitely a, a unique one. But um, before we close out, where can everybody find your work? Are you online? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Amazon, of course. Uh, uh, Godless.com. I have to uh, definitely push for Godless because everything's available digitally there. Um, and then, of course, through the Madness Heart Press website, who's the publisher for the the new book, as well as uh, it, uh, you will be consumed. So, Dude, I love Godless. That's like the great indie spirit right there. Damn right. Speaking of DIY punk rock, the <laughs> Drew Step is definitely the pinnacle of that within the indie horror community. Yeah, he does it all himself too. I don't know how the hell he does it. Yeah. 
I don't know either because he's older than I am. He somehow has way more energy than I'll ever have. <laughs> <laughs> he has the energy of like an over candied 12 year old. Like he is this sugared out all the time. I wish I had that energy. Oh, I was going to say, he just, he does. He has like that, uh, I don't know, an ADHD 12 year olds have like energy level and it's, it's just phenomenal to watch. <laughs> so closing out this has been the family fright night horror podcast i've been your host chase will i'm joined by nicholas robinson nicholas thank you so much for being on the show man no problem it was a lot of fun hey have a great night 